And we're back. You are listening to the Talking Boxing with Billy C. Radio Show. And you are watching it on the Fight Now channel. That's right, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Combat Sports Fight Now. Call your local television provider and tell them you want Fight Now right now. Don't forget, 10 p.m. Eastern Time every night is Fight Night on Fight Now. And uh, this week we got uh, Tyson Fury fights. you got to check out uh, uh, all the fights that uh, Fight Now has of Tyson Fury as it leads up uh, to one of the biggest uh, heavyweight fights uh, around right now. Two young fighters entering the ring at the same time. Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora, and speaking of big, joining us right now, six foot nine Tyson Fury. Good morning, Tyson. Good morning. How are you? Okay. Not too bad, brother. Thanks for taking some time with us. Uh, first and foremost, I, I got to give you all the credit in the world. Uh, you know, stepping into the ring and putting your undefeated record on the line with Derek Chisora. What does this fight mean to you? Yeah, it's a big fight for me. It's um, it's just a stepping stone along the way to winning a world heavyweight title. And whoever I've got to deal with on the way to getting there, I'll have to deal with it. Few people have put their undefeated records in the line against me before, so it's time for me to do it against somebody else. It's just a part of boxing. Now you know you've uh, you've moved along pretty quickly, and as a matter of fact, I've had the luxury of watching your career grow. We we had a uh, uh, a UK correspondent that turned me on to you, and I got to see every one of your fights since your second one. And you know I'm impressed with with what I see. Do you feel that you got what it takes at this stage right now to to be a world champion to challenge uh, you know one of the, one of the Klitschko brothers? I do. I've got the physical size, strength, power. I've got the speed, um, and by the time I've um, done Chisora in, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for a fight with one of the brothers, whether it be in a few months or next year, I'll be ready. Now, um, Derek Chisora is a, a, a pretty decent uh, fight for you in terms of test. Uh, I mean, obviously you have the size and the reach over him, but you know when you look at both your records, uh, it seems like you guys kind of followed the same path to, to this fight where you're fighting each other. Do you respect him at all for, for even having the balls to get in the ring with you? I respect all fighters. They've all got the balls because any man who can get between the ropes and have one-on-one -on -one combat with another man, he deserves respect. But to be honest with you, it's just one of them things. It's only another fight for me. And uh, I'm going to deal with you, I'm quite confident I'll deal with him. And um, it's just, it's basically, he's a typical fighter, six foot one, seventeen and a half stone. He's going to come forward, he's going to move his head, and he's going to look to work his way on the inside and maul away on the inside. And it'd be my job just to hit him with some heavy artillery on his way in, spin him back on the jab. I'm going to show some nice boxing and some nice power, but... I, I do uh, think as soon as I connect on him, he'll be knocked out. Now, Tyson, tell me, have you trained any differently for, for Derek Chisora, or has it been like, you know, a normal day at the office for you? To be honest with you, I've not done anything different, but this since um, my last fight, well, not my last fight, the one before, I fought recently fought over in uh, Canada, Quebec City, on the 19th of December. And um, since that fight, I made a promise to myself that I'm going to be in serious shape every time, I'm going to be mentally right for every fight, so I've just been taking it a whole lot different. It's like it's a new new game to me already. Since, well, since me fight over in Canada and my last one, I'm, I'm just keep improving and getting better. And it's just about staying on the right diet, mentally focused on well, what the goal you're aiming for. Now you're you're referring to the fight against Zach Page. I mean, Zach Page is a is a journeyman fighter that knows how to go rounds. I mean, were you not happy with your performance against him? 
Oh no, I was happy with the performance, yeah. I didn't try and stop him or anything, I just tried to get the rounds in because I knew he's tough and I knew he knows how to start away trouble. So I was just trying to get the rounds in, but it wasn't I wasn't happy but I made a pact with uh, the other promoter, uh, Adam Harris, over in um Canada that we was gonna have a little bit of a bet like to get in good shape. Who could get in good shape first? And it looks like I'm leading the way for that one so far, but we never know. He's got time still. Well, you know, uh, throughout your uh, career so far, you, you've become very used to fighting guys that are uh, Derek Chisora's size, you know, much shorter than you. And, um, you know, not that I want to look ahead past Derek Chisora, uh, but unfortunately I'm going to ask you the question. If you did fight a bigger guy like a Klitschko, do you feel that it would be anything that you're not used to? I mean, it's got to be hard finding guys as big as yourself and, and also as, as big as the Klitschko brothers. Yeah, well... I um, I believe it or not, I fought a guy who was uh, six foot six. He was from America, Rich Power. He was from Detroit. He was a southpaw as well, lefty. And I also fought my last fight. He was six foot five, Brazilian. So um, I've had some tall, tall opponents. I find the taller ones a bit easier, to be honest, because I can get them with bigger shots. Where the smaller ones are always ducking and rolling and weaving, and it's, it's harder to get in with the big punches. But the ones who are up straight, like the Klitschko's, they, they're just made to measure for me. Them guys. You know, one of the things that we see here uh, on our show uh, about the Klitschko's, and I'm not taking anything away from them, but nobody's ever really uh, attacked them, you know, and nobody's ever this really come I'm after saying. them. This is what I'm saying. I do believe that, with me especially being as big as I am, and as, as I've got a big heart for fighting, I just love to get stuck in. And I do believe, I want to see what they, they act like when they're put on the back foot and they're under pressure constantly. Well, I've seen it with Vladimir firsthand. I've been at his training camp. I know what he's about. I know I do believe I can beat him, and I, I will go for him from round one. I'm not like David Ayo, his last ten opponents. I will actually hit him more times in a fight with me and him than his whole last ten opponents of all this him we've put together. So, But I, I do believe that this fight with Chisora is going to be the making or the breaking of me because... If I don't beat him, obviously I'm no good and I'm not ready to go for any titles or anything. So I don't deserve a shot. But if I do beat him, if I'm to be a champion, I, I like to talk straight me because I'm a kind of straight kind of guy. I, um, if, I'm, if I'm any good and I'm supposed to be a champion, I'm, I'm going to beat the Klitschko's, then I should deal with Derek Chisora quite easily, to be honest. Well said, brother. Someone who's going to be the heavyweight champion of the world shouldn't be struggling with the likes of Derek Chisora. And I, I do say if I, if I struggle with Derek Chisora, then I'm obviously not what I think I am, and I'm not going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. They're my words. I tell you, I'm, I, I, you can't. I got goosebumps th listening to that because I, I, I love it, and and I, and I really believe that you're sincere about that. And you know, I, I wanted to. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you, along those lines, you, you mentioned David Hay, and, and a lot of people were giving him all kinds of uh, chances against Klitschko, and, and, you know, he shot off his mouth, I mean, uh, unbelievably so, and then he goes in there and lays an egg. It seems like there's a lot more pressure from his lack of performance against Klitschko on you. Do you do you understand what I mean? Do you feel that? or do you, does I understand it not? exactly what you mean, and I, that's why I'm here, to redeem the British heavyweight division, because... There was a lot of talk recently, and David A was like a very famous person in the UK. He's got a lot of credit for doing nothing, really, for beating old men and um, winning the cruiserweight title. Okay, he was a top cruiserweight, but the only proper heavyweight he fought, it was, it was at his prime, is Klitschko, because John Ruiz is 10 years out of date. All the Harrisons never has been. And uh, who else has he fought, really? That's it. And then he fought, uh, Valuev wasn't a very good champion anyway. Anyone could have beat him. I could beat Valuev quite easily. 
So it's it's one of them things. Then he gets in there, talks a good talk, does everything he's supposed to, and then gets in there and, and tells everyone a lie. Gets the full world believing that he can win. Well, I don't you, know why they think that. You didn't he feel which was very experienced, and he didn't win. He didn't even try, in my opinion. You you didn't feel sorry for his toe. No, I didn't feel sorry for his toe. <laughs> but it was the lamest excuse I've ever heard. I've because never. I think David E. <laughs> isn't a man of honour. I'd say David E's a little bitch, to be honest. <laughs> and he yeah. shouldn't even be a fighter. That's my just my opinion, because people like him are too much interested in how they look and thinking about movies and stuff, rather than thinking about fighting. This is the fight game, and if if you're not prepared to get injured, don't be a fighter. No, he's a good sa- a little toe. He's a good a salesman. He's a good salesman, right? He's a good salesman. Exactly. <laughs> That's what he is. But to me, the way I see it, the way I've been brought up is if you get beat by a better man, there's no problem. It's like if Chisora beats me, which he's never going to do, but if he does beat me, I'll shake his hand and I'll say, listen, good luck. I hope you go on and win the world title. There's no hard feelings. Look, every man, every great man gets beat sometime or another. But there's no shame in losing to the better man on the night. You've got to pick yourself up and come back again and fight harder next time but to make an excuse by a little toe which is outrageous really Ali fought with broken jaws and ribs and there's people fought with dislocated shoulders and broken hands and everything you don't make excuses you just get on with it no I, I agree brother hey what's your what's your assessment uh, you know looking outside I know you're concentrating on the big fight this weekend but What's your assessment yeah. of the heavyweight division? I mean, I, to us, we need... I've always said that the English fighters have carried the sport of pro boxing on your backs, and I would love nothing more to have a guy like yourself come into the heavyweight division and, and really not only continue carrying uh, boxing as far as a, a, an English fighter, but taking it a step further in the heavyweight division. Do you feel that the heavyweight division right now is, is prime for the taking and we need a character and a quality fighter, and are you that guy? First things first, I uh, represent Ireland as well as England, so less than just the English, it's, it's British and Irish. And second things, I do believe you are bang on the nail there, because I do believe after the Klitschko's have gone, there's no one else, there's only me. I'll be heir to the throne. And I do believe I can take and win the title and hold it for as long as I want to. Because if you look around, America's always been a great fighting country with heavyweights are concerned. There's always been a lot of good heavyweights over there. But if you look who's left, there's some old guys. You've got um, the Mexican heavyweight, Chris Ariola and that. But there's no none coming through. There's no young guys coming through. You've got Tor Hamer and um, a few other guys who are not really up there with world level. And then if you look around the world, you've got these Europeans, these stiff, upright Europeans who's taking over the job. They've got no personality. They've got no character. They're like robots. So I, I do believe that someone who can talk who can has got the swagger, who, who can fight as well, who can punch a bit. Someone who like that is going to come and rule this division, and I believe that someone is me. Because you've got like the likes of Robert Alenius. Okay, he's big in Finland, but who's really interested in Robert Alenius? Nobody. No, I, you know, it, it's it, you're 100% right. And and what's happening here in the States is the complete opposite of, of what you and uh, Derek Chisora are doing. A lot of the heavyweights here, they, they, they just don't fight anybody, and they just wait, and they're just waiting in line, hoping that they get a shot. And, you know, what we need are real fighters. And the advantage that, that you're going to have by fighting other quality young fighters is when you do get your shot, you're the real deal. I, and that's what I want to see. Be ready for it. Right. That's when I first turned pro, when I first turned pro, um, I sat down with McKenzie and I said to him, I don't want to fight 
performance because it's quite easily for a, for a, a big heavyweight over in England to get to 25 and 0 and just fight dug up grave bodies, people out the graveyard and knock them over and get 25 wins out of 25. Then they put him in for a big title shot and they get knocked out. That's usually what happens. But I said from the beginning, I don't want to fight bums. I want tough opponents who's going to, I'm actually going to learn from tough. And from, from the beginning, I've been fighting like better than average opponents for someone who's been coming up, you know? And I've had our fights all the way through, so I know, I know what it's like to dig deep. I know what it's like to be knackered after four rounds and have to go 12 or 10. I know what it's like to, um, to really want. I know what it's like to win. I know what it's, I've not felt what it's like to lose, and there's no lose in the situation. But I've, had it, I've not had it like easy like the rest of these people. I've always wanted to fight people out there who's the best. It's like we haven't always went and thought, oh, we'll just get in because it's easy. We, we just took on anybody who we could get. And it, it, I think it's worked dividends for me because I've, I've learned more more from fighting tougher opponents than I have from fighting knockovers. Well, I tell you... And when I do finally get there, I'll be ready to take it and not just make some numbers up. Well, I tell you, in your fourth pro fight, you fought a, a pretty tough guy in Lee Suave. And then from that point on, you've increased your level of opposition. What do you feel... Even in, in my second fight, I fought a, a German who, who was 23-2 and two with 20 knockouts. It was my second profile. Right, Marcel Zeller. That's oh. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Lee, Lee, the reason why I mentioned Lee Suave, and, and actually your third fight was against a pretty good journeyman as well, but Lee Suave is known for being a tough guy. My, my question was, from that point, which has already been two years ago, um, how do you feel you've improved? I do feel I've improved a lot. A lot, a lot of it's got to do with age and maturity. Because I'm still only 22 and I, I turned pro when I turned 20, it... it and being so tall as well, 6'9", it takes longer for a, a big guy to mature out there. It does a smaller man. So I'm, I'm maturing all the time. And in them two years, from being 20 to 22, I'm a lot stronger. I'm a lot physically more grounded. I, I punch harder. So I'm just getting better every day, really. Where, where these other guys are on the slide, they're getting 36, 35s. They're, they're just, every day they're getting worse, basically. But every day I'm getting better at the minute because I'm young and I've still got a lot of learning to do and a lot of maturing. So um, I'm just, I, I wake up every day excited. And that, that may sound like, oh, he's, he's full of hot air, but I do wake up exci excited every day thinking, yes, I wonder what I'm going to improve on today. And I, I know I'm not the finished article, but I'm working on it, you know. And one thing that you need in boxing is you need a good art to keep going and will, will and determination to keep getting better. And that's what I intend to do. You know, uh, like I said, well, I'm going to ask you one more question that I shouldn't be asking, but not to look past Derek Chisora. Do you have anything on the horizon? Do you have a game plan? Should everything go uh, the way you're hoping uh, on, on Saturday? Do you, do you have a plan in place that's the next step for Tyson Fury? Yeah, I do have a plan. There's a lot of talk of Vladimir Klitschko wanting to fight the winner, but that could take months to set up. So in the immediate future, we'll be looking at getting the European champion, Alexander Dimitrenko, in the ring as soon as possible. Because I don't believe in waiting around. I'm not one of those people who, who like to wait for things to happen. I want to go out there and get it with both hands. I'm a big believer in striking while the iron's hot. I want everything now. I don't want to wait till a few years or next year or next month. I want it today type of thing. So I'm just going to go after the European champion and see what happens from there. Sounds good, my man. Listen. I want you to know you got us in your corner, and I hope uh, you can come back on the show and uh, talk about your victory from uh, uh, Saturday night over yep. Derek Chisora, right? No problem. I'd love to do that. All right, Tyson. Good luck, my man, and uh, we'll be pulling for okay. you, all right? 
Thanks for having me, and God bless. And thanks for everyone on the show for listening. All right. Thank you. Th- bye-bye. Thanks a lot, brother. Take bye-bye. care. That's uh, my man Tyson Fury, and uh, I-, I tell you, uh, I'm loving what I'm hearing from this guy. Loving what I'm hearing, and uh, you guys know I've been following him for a long time, and we've been talking about Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, and uh, actually, this is the first time he's ever been on the show, and I'm, I'm glad uh, uh, that uh, he took some time with us. We're going to be in his corner. He's in a tough fight against Derek Chisora, but you heard it right from him. Uh, he's willing to uh, take on Alexander Dimitrenko, which is uh, uh, a great fight when you think about it. You know, we're always talking about these great heavyweight fights without a Klitschko name in it, and all of a sudden, we got a guy that's willing to fight somebody other than a Klitschko, and he wants to fight a Klitschko, too. So uh, we'll be phoned for Tyson Fury for sure. Hey, listen, i got to take a break, and we'll be right back. 